Yesterday was International Day of Families. Did you hear about it? So not sure if you did hear, but yesterday, May the 15th, was International Day of Families. It's sanctioned by the United Nations. It's a day the UN chooses to promote awareness of issues relating to families. International Day of Families, that's got to be worth celebrating. And I want to show you a video clip about an important UN document that alludes to the importance of families and which was signed in 2015, including by New Zealand. I checked for media coverage of the International Day of Families, couldn't find a single item. I found a media release from Save the Children, which seemed to be ignored. Oh, and one small item from Rotorua a couple of days earlier about a community events, uh, event at the Arts Village. But look, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there was basically media silence. Nothing on the 6pm news. Interestingly, in my search, I found lots of items on International Women's Day, but not International Day of Families. So in September 2015, the United Nations signed up to 17 sustainable development goals with 169 targets, and they brought together the three development that. Uh, three parts of sustainable development, economic, social, and environmental. And uh, it applies to all countries. Now, I looked at the government's page and report on this. I did a word search on the word family, not a mention. The New Zealand government said, New Zealand will contribute to this through our international leadership on issues such as elimination of fishery subsidies that contribute to illegal and unreported, unregulated fishing, eliminating fossil fuel subsidies, and promoting an open rules-based trading system under the WTO. Oh, and they do want to focus on our Pacific partners. They say New Zealand's development effort involves leadership and coordination on policy issues alongside aid funding. Engaging with partner governments on policy issues is an important part of our development work. Ah, uh, yes interfering with Pacific partners, like appointing ex-Labour MP Louisa Wall to travel around pushing LGBTQIP to SAA stuff, which no Pacific partner has actually asked for. So for us to remember International Day of Families, watch this short clip from Family Watch International, great organisation that uh, we're partners with based at the UN, and it provides an overview of how the family is essential to the development of nations, eradication of poverty, achieving universal primary education, promoting gender equality, and multiple other facets in achieving the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Have a watch. In 2015, world leaders from over 190 countries gathered at the United Nations and committed to a bold 15-year plan of action with 17 goals for people, the planet, and prosperity. Known as the UN Sustainable Development Goals, this plan aims to create a world free of poverty, hunger, disease, and want. A world where each country enjoys sustainable economic growth. A world without violence and where women and girls are empowered. A world where a good education is accessible to all. But how are nations to accomplish these lofty goals? According to the United Nations Resolution on the Protection of the Family, these goals will be difficult to attain unless the strategies to achieve them focus on the family. This is because, as the Family Resolution also states, 
The family contributes to eradicating poverty and hunger, achieving universal primary education, promoting gender equality, empowering women, reducing child mortality, and more. Yet, unfortunately, the contribution of the family in the achievement of development goals continues to be largely overlooked, despite the fact that the family is key to solving many world problems. Research shows that men, women, and children do better when it comes to health, wealth, and education when they are part of a strong, stable family. Indeed, the wealth of nations depends in no small part on the health of its families. Take education. Across the globe, children living with their two parents are more likely to be successful in school. In countries across the world, from Indonesia to Singapore to Sweden, children were about 40% less likely to be held back in school if they lived with two parents compared to just one. Kids benefit from having the attention, time, and resources of both a mother and a father when it comes to excelling in school. Thus, strong families make for successful students. What about children's health? In much of the world, family instability is associated with higher levels of disease, stunted growth, and child mortality. A global study from Child Trends shows that kids in Africa, Asia, and Latin America from intact homes are almost one-fifth less likely to die than children whose mothers divorced or remarried. The resources, stability, and lower levels of stress typically provided in a two-parent family benefits the health of kids. Thus, strong families make for healthier children. Take the empowerment of girls. Having a family with a father present is a protective factor against adolescent girls being sexually active or abused. From the United States to Kenya, we know that teenage girls without a father are two times more likely to get pregnant. Good fathers provide their daughters with the affection, attention, and guidance they need to be safer and healthier. Thus, strong families make for girls with brighter futures. What about development? Countries with more married parent families enjoy higher levels of economic growth. Indeed, a study sponsored by the Social Trends Institute finds that the family factor is one of the best predictors of growth in countries across the world. Undoubtedly, one reason growth is higher in countries with more married parent families is because children do better in stable, intact families. Men also tend to work harder, smarter, and more successfully when they are married. Thus, strong families make for successful, wealthier nations. Clearly, the family plays a key role in achieving the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And since governments can never adequately compensate for the irreplaceable role of the family, nations have a vested interest in protecting this natural and fundamental unit of society. Because as the family goes, so go the children, so goes the nation, so goes the world. Yeah, it's a very good summary, isn't it? Uh, and it's a pity the media don't want to talk about International Day of Families, and it's a pity that the government doesn't want to talk about the importance of families as well when they allude to this UN document. As I often say, strong marriages lead to strong families, which lead to a strong nation. And as marriages have declined in number, as families have weakened, our culture's paid a big price in terms of fiscal cost, mental health, and child welfare. It's time the government acknowledged the vital role of strong marriages and families if they want to rebuild the country. Yeah.